2: This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. All right,
1: coming down in three, two, and one. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dreamer, Mickey James, and I talk about a forgotten part of of pro wrestling history. And that is the WWF Women's Championship reign of Wendy Richter. What went right, what went wrong? And we go back to even November 25th, 1985, when everything did go wrong for Wendy Richter. And that's exactly what we talk about with WWE Hall of Famer, former World Women's Champion of the WWE, Wendy Richter, who joins us today on the Busted Open Podcast, Calling WWE to Hall them. of Famer Wendy Richter yes. is going to join us for Women of Wednesday on a Wednesday morning. Here it is us. Wednesday, That's after right. all. It's a Wednesday. David, have you
0: ever interviewed her? Has she ever been on the show before?
1: Nope, be the oh, first, so time,
2: first time, first so time ever excited. that Wendy Richter. I've
0: never spoken posted. to her.
2: Yeah, I think I've only met her briefly backstage. Uh, like one time and it was very, very brief. So I've not really spoken to her as well. So I'm so excited.
0: Are you going to ask her the question, David?
2: I know. And,
1: and Mickey, if you don't know what we're talking about, (laughs) I actually had this conversation with Paul, our producer yesterday, and I don't know if I'm going to bring it up, if I should bring it up. Maybe Paul needs to give her a heads up of this question that I should ask when Wendy Richter it, joins us later on in the show, is it
2: if she'll marry you because you're already married, David, I am already married. Thank you, Mickey. And I believe
1: <laughs> Wendy Richter may be even married as well. I don't know, yes. but you know, yeah. I have, I am married to the lovely Violetta and I'm not leaving her for Wendy Richter, even though no. Wendy Richter does have a WWE hall of fame ring, but Violetta has my ring that I gave to her. So I thought you were gonna going pierogi to say a ring. Yes. No, uh, I, I I believe what Tommy's referring to, Mickey, is the original screw job. Yes. Where she got screwed by the spider lady, a.k.a. the fabulous moolah, right. in Madison Square Garden. So I feel, Tommy, we're going to have to probably address that with Wendy Richter when she comes on with us later on in yeah. the show.
0: Yeah. Just how did you not know? That's all. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's not even just how did you not know, but, like, my goodness, everything that went into it and everything that yeah. came out of it, that was her, turned out to be her last match with the WWF. I, she went on to AWA after that. It never, obviously, was never the same because, Mickey, you, like, th- there was a time, and I remember the cover, and I probably have the magazine stashed away in my office here somewhere, but there was an actual cover that said, who's more popular, Hulk Hogan or Wendy Richter? When you go back to 1980, 84, 85, I mean, Wendy Richter was probably one of the most popular wrestlers in the world of wrestling.
2: Absolutely. And she was like a catalyst in that whole, And you think about it, in that whole story with Cindy Lauper and all of that, like she was the number one person kind of aligned obviously because she was with and Cindy Lopper's corner like she was fighting for Cindy Lopper so uh she was getting all this mainstream press which then turned into that whole you know from the rock and wrestling but really pivoted wrestling into the mainstream perception of Hollywood and all of these things so that way Hogan and and Piper and all these other people could then cross over and do movies and stuff um and you guys were talking about the spider lady so that Paul had teed it up like, Oh, well maybe we'll talk about that. Like during screwjob stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? I honestly, Nick made me go back and watch. Cause you know, I don't watch the vices because I yeah. find them dark and depressing. It makes me sad. Right. So he made me watch the Moolah vice last night and I went, Oh, and then yep. I saw the thing. She legit punched her in the face after. Did you see? Yep. Like, it's hard to, um, yeah, it was hard to watch. It was hard to watch. But it was also, I can't imagine her on the other side of that going like if, if she really didn't know. She didn't know. Um, yeah. How would you feel? What would I do in that situation? What would you if, do, Tommy, in that situation? If that
0: well, Tommy. I would say the body type kind of looks similar. Right. Um, I mean, we joke around about just like because like she didn't know. Um if that was me, I mean, I'm in a straight up fight. I'm cool with it.
2: Right. And for I'm those loaded, and uh, loaded and with
0: the, weapons at all times, Mickey.
2: Yeah. You're and, and, with them.
0: Yeah, I just want to
1: for those who don't know, because there might Simple be some people a
0: blade to your throat calms anybody down. If you want to continue razor to your eye and then you lose your eye. And then we have a whole other bad episode of pro wrestling.
2: Tommy's always got a gimmick blade in his and his wrist tape somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I
1: I listen, we could get into that at some point if in you my want to.
2: No. <laughs> oh, that's the worst one. Why why you in your mouth? I would yeah. be terrified of swallowing it.
0: Terry Funk only swallowed two razors in his life. It's okay. Oh
2: God. And wait, and really quick, and I want
1: to get into this. I want to explain to maybe a portion of the audience that's never heard of the original screw job. When you talk about Terry Funk swallowing a blade, isn't that what he's trying to cough up during uh, the documentary beyond the mat when he's drinking the uh, Bud Light in the back.
0: Well, in any Terry funk world, Mm -hmm. you don't know if he's on or if he's off. Okay. And when I say off means he's not working. So I don't know that because of the cameras back then, a hundred percent. I thought it was real. And I started crying because I was so nervous. And then he was like, I'll be fine. I've swallowed one before. So like you just followed a razor blade? <laughs>
2: it's crazy. You're pooping but to, out.
0: But to Mickey's
1: point, like, there's a hundred places you could hide a razor blade. You know, tape it around your wrist, around your finger, in your boot, in Old your school. trunks. Old Why school. in your, like, in between? Yeah. Any, I mean, again, I'm not a wrestler. Well, hang you guys on. Back it. in okay. the day,
0: if you wear trunks and you put something in your trunks, that could fall out. Uh, if you don't wear wrist tape, you can't put it anywhere. So, a lot of the old school wrestlers keep them in their mouth and you just sever that little cord. I told you my whole story about me in my house uh, with my mom's knitting needles, and I was going to sever the cord in my this thing right here, and I couldn't do it because I wasn't hardcore. Um, but that's a you little pouch. hardcore yet. Put it off. I've done it like 10 times since it grows back.
1: But couldn't the wrestling trunks yeah. be like bathing trunks where you have that, you know, the bathing trunks have that little pocket inside where you can put your key if you're <laughs> if you're out swimming? Couldn't they do that for wrestling trunks? Have like a little pocket on the inside where you can keep it? Just throwing it well, out there.
0: Well, brother, then I'm exposing <laughs> the business to the seamstress and you marks can't know where we keep our blades.
2: Yeah, it was a much different business, wasn't it? It's like you really, that's why even in these vice- um documentaries and all these other things I go I don't know uh because the business was very different then you know where we are obviously pulled the curtain back and we talk about things that you know probably sometimes I go like I don't know that the fans need to know this because it does take away it's like telling the magic right um so then I go even with that when I was watching I was like okay so is this real or is this is this not real I can't tell is it it seems pretty real seems pretty legit but are they just holding on to the to the to the business? But for the yes.
1: fans who don't know, Wendy Richter was WWF uh, Women's Champion. Uh, she became champion, and she really skyrocketed women's wrestling, and not just in the WWF, but in in the entire world. Like she became a pop icon at that time. Why? Because by her side was Cyndi Lauper, who at the time had the number one song. In, in the world. Girls just want to have fun. And she was huge. And I'm going to tell you exactly oh, what happened. they know that song. Everybody uh, knows that song. Everybody knows that song. And Cyndi Lauper was a big part of WWF programming. And I'll give you the timeline. And Because we're going to have Wendy Richter on our show for the first time ever on Busted Open. So we are going to have you, the fans, know exactly what took place a big part of pro wrestling history we'll talk about it on myself Tommy and Mickey are back right here on Busted Open
3: If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports
0: Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Bapchicks, Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Bapchicks, Morning After, on SiriusXM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode.
1: So I just want to tell the timeline for those who's listening, don't know. I've been texting back and forth with wrestling historian Tommy Fierro, who's the owner of the Wrestling Collector on Route 23 in Stockholm, New Jersey. And and, and, and I know now that this timeline is the actual timeline. So follow me here. Okay. Okay. Take us so, on the journey. Uh, yes. So you have uh Cindy Lopper with the number one album, the number one single, the the album Girls Just Wanna Have Fun, the single Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. You heard another cut from that album time after time, huge hit. Now, Cindy Lopper, big wrestling fan. Now, Captain Lou on WWE programming for weeks and weeks was talking about how he discovered Mm-hmm. Cindy Lopper. Okay, Cindy Lopper was outside Madison Square Garden with a sign saying I'll sing for food and and he took her in, you know, mm-hmm. wrote the entire album, girls uh-huh. just want to have fun. He did that. Captain Lou did that. Okay, yep. he wrote the album, you know, made her a big superstar, and now Cindy Lopper now that she is a big superstar is completely forgotten about Captain Lou Albano. So, Roddy Piper, host of Piper's Pit, has Cindy yep. Lopper as a guest on Piper's Pit. Now, Cindy Lauper says, I love wrestling. I love the WWF. I love Captain Lou. But he did not write the album, Girls, or the single, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And then Captain Lou shows up. There's a big argument, a big fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. He calls her a couple of things. He calls her abroad. A couple other, uh, you know, you know, words and terms crass. that aren't, you know. or Yes. Yeah. yeah, crass. Dang. Captain Lou was. I love him to death. But, you know, you know. But. So that started it. So what did Cindy Lauper do? She can't wrestle. She was 50 pounds soaking wet. She recruited Wendy Richter to go mm-hmm. up against the Fabulous Moolah. Now, the Fabulous Moolah, for those who don't know, was world champion for 28 years. Maybe one of the longest, if not the longest reign in the history of pro wrestling. 28 years
0: as you your breaking women's You're that, champion. Roman.
1: You, you're not doing it. So... It sets up a match, and the match was the brawl to end it all on MTV. Okay? Cindy Lauper in the corner of Wendy Richter, Captain Lou in the corner of the fabulous Moolah. Wendy Richter wins. The WWF Women's Champion becomes the champion. The place in the, goes in, insane. The place goes banana, as Tommy likes to say that Pat Patterson would say. <laughs> that, I, it's the highest-rated show in MTV's history. OK, now there would be another show on MTV, and that would be um, Roddy Piper against Hogan. I believe, Tommy, and somebody will correct me if I'm wrong, that Wendy Richter and the Fabulous Moore did an even bigger rating than Hogan and Piper on MTV.
2: That whole there. story was aligned side by side. Yes. Yes. And I bet Hogan and Piper got a hell of a payday.
1: They and I'm sure they did, not nearly you know, I'm sure Wendy Richter didn't make nearly as much. Now right. Wendy Richter, that starts the rock and wrestling connection. Wendy Richter was also featured on Hulk Hogan's cartoon as well. Wendy Richter was in, you know, and I'm sure Andre will play it at some point. She Bop. She was in the she was in the video for yeah, She-Bop with Cindy Lauper. I mean, like Wendy Richter was a big deal. She was doing the talk. Show circuit with Cyndi Lauper. Side by side by Cyndi Lauper. Again, you know, the, Cyndi Lauper was the number one pop singer in the world at that time. Now, it leads up. Wendy Richter's defending the title. First WrestleMania happens. She she beats Lalani Kai, which was right before, I believe, Tommy, you would know better than me, right before the match with Hogan and T and Piper and Orndorff. Like, that was the match right before. It was one of the main events. Of WrestleMania. It was a big marquee matchup Mm -hmm. at WrestleMania. So, November 25th at Madison Square Garden, Wendy Richter is going to defend the WWF Women's Championship against the Spider Lady. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's a masked women's wrestler and Wendy Richter, and, and one of the matches on the cards, not even a main event match, because this is probably a glorified enhancement match between the spider right. and Wendy but Richter. But to
2: say this, this is after she's brought up the point of like, hey, I'm not really being paid in line with, you know. Exactly. And this was a pretty big deal, and I know you guys, like, not only did it bring wrestling to the forefront and put it in the pop culture and really kind of launch this rock and wrestling thing, and, you know, now it's blowing the hell up like you think i could get paid like in line with that or
1: yeah and they wanted her to sign they wanted her to sign a contract extension which she did not want to sign and what happened that night well i'll tell you what happened so at you know at wrestlemania wendy richter wins uh the women's championship back from lani kai she's back being the wwf women's champion and she has a scheduled match with the spider it's a mystery opponent if you go back, Gorilla Monsoon's talking about this surprise opponent, the Spider, that's going to be wrestling Wendy Richter at the Madison Square, at Madison Square Garden that night. So, spider
2: woman.
1: It's crazy, this story, because it's a masked wrestler. And at the time, she's dressed all in black. Like, if you go back and watch it, she's got the mask on, like a full body, like all in black, long sleeve, you know, completely legs covered, arms covered, and everything in black. So... I think pretty much halfway through the match time, you start realizing, I think this might be the Fabulous Moolah under un, under this match. And quickly in the match, Fabulous Moolah goes for a pin, or the Spider Lady, or the Spider, goes for a pin on Wendy Richter. Wendy Richter kicks out at one, but the referee continues to count. One, two, three. And we have a new world women's champion. And then Fabulous Moolah takes off the mask. And she's your new women's champion. And for those who didn't experience, let's go back to November twenty-fifth, nineteen
0: eighty-five. Spider still on the rope. Swingshot now by the champion. Rose line by Wendy. Down goes the spider. One count. Nope. Handful of hair got her out of trouble there. Spider going oh small package. Nicely executed. Whoa, was that close? What was that? Referee made a three count? Appears that the referee has made a three count. The winner of this bout, and new World
1: Wrestling Federation ladies champion, the Spider, the fabulous Moolah. <laughs> <laughs> <or> however, however. <laughs> but you hear the boos from the crowd. And I think it was like more of like a show. didn't know what the hell was going on. However, obviously something went on in the back. They wanted Wendy Richter to sign a contract extension. She wouldn't sign it. So, you know what? They took the title offer, and that turned out, Mickey, to be the last match that Wendy Richter ever had in the WWF. It yeah, wasn't she left. talked about. It wasn't talked about afterwards. It wasn't like this was a story, and oh my God, was that the. F- like, once November 25th happened, if you watch WWF programming, they never referenced that match
2: again. I know. It's wild. It is wild. And that deep
0: dive, David. <laughs> Go ahead. Go for it. No, no, no. I'm just I just Andre's gonna text me something. It's uh it's uh crazy. Um and yeah. I'm well, you could because even... Howard sounds like he sees a spider. Oh, wait, I have to do an introduction.
3: Oh, wait, um, it's Moolah.
0: <laughs> everything that you're talking about, number one, why it was there, there's no internet, there's no social media. If this happened today on such a big card forget about the controversy you know uh people are still talking about you know the fight in aew with there's no witnesses there's been all no, you know but forget about that deep dive but the fact or that sasha was-
2: and naomi walking out and like yeah. it was like yeah but Not then the there same. was
0: something else that happened the next week. And that's that's a lot of times how places deal with things. Right. Something else will happen. So people just like eh,
2: uh, we'll you move later. on. Yeah. Yep. It's uh,
0: it's just insane that it happened. And uh, it's there's a lot of a lot of crazy about all this. Yeah.
1: Now, Tommy Fierro just texted me and listen to these numbers. OK, so Wendy Richter versus the fabulous Moolah on MTV The rating for MTV was a 9.0. That was the rating that Moolah and Wendy Richter. Later on, Hogan against Piper on MTV, a 9.1. Think about that. That's how it's, 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 it's basically the same rating for Wendy Richter versus the fabulous Moolah. And Hogan against Rowdy Roddy Piper. You bring up Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper. People talk about that, you know, that one of the greatest feuds. uh, And nobody brings up Wendy Richter and the Fabulous Moolah, right?
0: Um, Tommy Dreamer versus James Yang did uh, those numbers as well on MTV Heat. (laughs) Um, Are you ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna blow both Mickey and Dave's gonna go off. Mickey, you're gonna you're you might cry. Are you ready? Go ahead. Yes. Yes. This is a shocker. Mm. Okay. Forget about the WWE Hall of Fame. Cindy Lauper isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Shut she's up! No, she's in no Hall of Fame. She has been completely disrespected <laughs> her entire career life. <clears throat> I blame David Wolf. David Wolf, her manager,
0: who is she's also not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
2: Why not?
0: I went and then I'm looking up like how many women are in the Hall of Fame. That's a whole other. List. It's unbelievable. Um, I, yeah, it's shocking, but she's not in the. She's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
2: She's an icon, like an. You think absolute of all the songs she had. Do you think it's because she's like, oh, she's more pop? than rock and roll i don't think it it has, has anything to do with it in that, the mickey? rock and roll hall of fame pat well, the rock and
0: roll hall of fame should be about music
2: well, right well mickey to your point
1: you just mentioned pat Benatar. pat benatar just went into the hall of fame like just went into the hall of fame this past year pat benatar
0: mickey's face has dropped ladies and gentlemen
2: i can't even well and also you know we've got to break down out.
0: some barriers in wrestling we put a, a poll out music career
2: should Cindy Lopper be in the WWE Hall of Fame so far, because I voted, of course I did, um, 72% yes, 28% no, listen to me, you 28%, DM me your address so I can, Jay and Silent Bob, show up at your front door and punch you in the nose because nice. you are an idiot, an idiot. Boy, I- well, Mickey, I'm going to idiot let me, sandwich. Well, Mickey, listen, I'm with you. Right, you're entitled I'm, to your opinion. That's what Twitter's for.
1: No, I'm going to say stupid. this. No, it's people trying to, but this could be an issue. You know, our very own Gabby, like when we were talking about this, she had no idea. She didn't know. Like we were actually even talking to her during the break about some of the stuff. So maybe if there's a younger fan that's been a fan. Listen, Mickey, you could be a pro wrestling fan for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. And not know mm-hmm. about Wendy Richter and Cindy Lauper because they're, they're been completely pushed aside and forgotten about. So you, c- so there's probably a lot of people say, I've never heard of these. Who's two this people. Wendy Richter chick?
2: Who's Cyndi yeah, Lauper? What'd she ever do?
0: This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, including with mode subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast.
1: The legendary Hall of Famer, Wendy Richter. Wendy, good morning to you.
2: Good morning. It's so Yay. good. To be <laughs> hey. Wendy. Oh, we're so excited to have you on. Wendy, thank you so much for your time and for everything. You're amazing. And we're just gonna give you some flowers today. All the flowers.
3: Oh, thank you. <laughs> Red's my favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> Red is? Yeah. Wow. Ah.
1: Well Wendy, we've been spending uh the last 90 minutes of our show this morning talking about you and really what you've accomplished and given to the pro wrestling business and a lot of a lot of fans who weren't around at that time may not understand how fully what a huge superstar you were. I reminded Pro Wrestling Illustrated asking the question, who's more popular, Wendy Richter or Hulk Hogan? You were without a doubt a star back in 1984 and
3: 1985? Well, it was a special time in my life, and I wouldn't trade it for a thing. Uh, I love wrestling, and so I never really thought of it as work. You know, the saying, if you love what you're doing, you'll never have to work a day in your life, and that's how I felt about wrestling. I, I didn't think of it as work. I just enjoyed it and still yeah. do.
2: Yeah. Well, you were part of such, like, we were just talking about, like, the history of, like, the rock and wrestling and all the things of, like, going um, up, and it's just, you know, for me as a fan, I remember watching all that, and I was like, oh, man, she's amazing, or whatever, and then you just, like, disappeared, but um, how did it even come apart, like, of you being aligned with Cindy Lauper and to, I know that Lou was in the video and stuff, but were you guys friends, like, were you legit friends prior to um, this whole thing happening, or this is what caused a friendship, and do you still talk today, or? Yes, this is what caused
3: a friendship, and uh, and we still do talk, I haven't seen her in a few years, but I was asked to be on a documentary about her, so I was honored that they included me. But she's a wonderful person. I just love Cindy. So down to earth. I had never uh, dreamed of ever meeting her. Her song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, was my favorite song. And when I was contacted to represent her in a wrestling match, I thought, oh, my gosh, yes, I'll do it. And, And I just loved it. Uh, She gave me a fashion makeover and makeup. It was like a dream come true. She's such a kind, good-hearted person.
2: Yeah. Because you were doing a country girl gimmick prior to that, right? Like you had like the fringe. I'm very familiar because I love a I am a girl. That wasn't a gimmick. Yes, ma'am. That was a a real thing. Yeah.
3: I still have horses. I have four horses right now.
2: Oh my god, Wendy, just, can we go riding together one day? I have yeah. horses too. <gasps> do you? What kind do you have? I have Morgans. We grew up uh, breeding and training Morgans. Yeah. But
3: Oh, I have Tennessee
2: Walkers. Yeah. They have well, I'm
3: Tennessee Walkers. Why ride when you can glide? They're so smooth <laughs> you can drink a coffee
2: on them. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that.
3: Yeah,
1: Wendy, yeah, like we talked a lot about the fact and and unfortunately you to me with what you did for the business, especially the WWF at the time, you know, it's unfortunate it took twenty five years for you to get into the Hall of Fame, but you did. But Cindy Lauper, you and her both and Cindy Lauper's not in the Hall of Fame, does that surprise you that Cindy Lauper's that, not in the WWF no, Hall of that, Fame?
3: That shocks me. She deserves it more than any other celebrity for what she did for the business. Uh, and I think it should be in New York City, her hometown. So I'm still, I still got my fingers crossed for that. I would love to induct her in the Hall of Fame, even though oh I, do, I, I wouldn't look forward to getting up in front of all those people and talking. I'd do it for her, though. I really would. She deserves it. Yeah.
0: We uh, kind of did a deep dive on her today. And we also, she's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is even a bigger uh, sin. I know. What the hell?
3: What the hell? I don't get it. I swear I don't get it. But um, she's probably too busy to do whatever, you know, you have to do, I guess. I know with wrestling, uh, I think maybe it was a time conflict for her, possibly. I don't know that for a fact, but I know she's very busy and everything. So, yeah. But I still have hope she'll be inducted. It's just a shame she couldn't have done it while um, Roddy Piper and Lou Albano were still alive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how long Lou Albano's been gone, but um, I know it's been quite a while. You know, Wendy,
1: wow. we talked about the match you had with Fabulous Moolah that was on MTV and the monster number that it did—the biggest, the biggest rating that MTV ever had for that time. Like, talk, go back to that time period. Was it a whirlwind? Like, you know, we were, were you not expecting it, but the, the popularity that was thrown to you in such a short period of time.
3: It really was. And I, I didn't realize how much it impacted um, this country until I was visiting my grandmother in Kokomo, Indiana, jogging at like six in the morning. And people ran out of their house and they recognized me with my hair up in a ponytail, jogging, no makeup on. I'm thinking, oh boy, I sure didn't know that. I thought I was incognito, but I wasn't. Yeah. It was fun. At the time, I was like 23, so it was a dream come true. It really was. But you know what? Even though things changed in my life, they've changed for the better. When I left from there, I got saved. I'm a born-again Christian, and to me, that's more important than any job. And I'm just so happy that um, I'm saved, and I went to college. I have a master's degree, and I love what I'm doing. I help people. Instead of putting them in the hospital, I'm helping them get out and stay out. So it's it's really rewarding. So life, you know, even though a window may close, a door will open.
2: Yeah.
3: Life's been good to
2: me. But I
3: applied myself just like in wrestling. You have to work (laughs) hard. I went to college for 13 years. I worked a full-time job and went to college at night for 13 years to get what I have today. Yeah.
0: Before you came on, Mickey and I were talking about women and women in wrestling and women in the territories where there really was just like one woman Mm -hmm. or there was just one match and they were the featured talent now, but you were the the like now we have women main eventing wrestlemania and we have all these great uh women as athletes you were the you were in me and mickey's opinion the first Mm -hmm. you were the groundbreaker, the trendsetter and and, you know dave just talked about that rating that you did it it was like way before it was cool because now it's cool for for women's wrestling but you were that person who did that so that's a lot why we wanted to give you those flowers and i know you said like, you know, you were twenty three was an amazing time in your life, but it affected so many, myself, Mickey, and, and so many other people just for what you were able to be a part of and it was it, it was a great feeling. Do you do you currently still watch wrestling or not as much?
3: Not as much. And you know, back then nobody was applying makeup for me or fixing my hair up or spraying a tan on me. Or Anything, outfits. I had no outfits made. Everything you saw was just raw and natural. So, no one, I, no one scripted things for me to say. And right. nowadays, I think everything um, they they make them outfits. They fix their hair, their makeup. All they got to do is show up, and um, things are are practically done for them. It wasn't like that back then. Then you had to, I would travel all day. I'd fly to an area, say like Chicago or New York City, fly in, rent a car, go to the hotel, go to the gym, and then go to the matches that night. And then get up the next morning
2: and do it again, day after day. It was grueling. But I loved it. Wendy, I have a question. Did you, so did you travel a lot? Because I travel a lot by myself. Um yes did you tr- always travel by yourself? And I know, you know, you're most iconically known for this match and at WrestleMania, but did you have a favorite opponent or a, was there a woman that you really, like you felt like you had some of your best matches and you just loved to go out there and wrestle?
3: Well, you know, there was, there was two people that I really enjoyed wrestling. And that was Leilani Kai and Judy yeah. Martin, the glamor yes. girls before they yes, glamor girls. They were very tough opponents, but you know what? I learned from every match I had with them. I wasn't proud of the matches I had with Moolah. Um, she was, she should have retired way before that. I mean, she made the business look bad because she looked bad. Uh, Nobody that age should be wrestling. And, uh, and, and she really didn't wrestle. She gouged eyes, kicked people in the chest, um, she tried to hurt people. She tried to hurt me every time, not pin my shoulder. She wanted to hurt me and make me yeah. look bad. That 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 was what was on her agenda every time. And I knew it too.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I saw something. It was a documentary where you, she, I guess she must've put you in a, was it a. Um, was Boston it a crab. The Boston crab. Yeah, that's what it was. And she yeah, said she tried
3: she to break leave. my back not pin not pin my shoulders or submission no right. she she didn't even try to do that she flipped back and my back snapped like firecrackers going off and i told the referee i said get me a stretcher i don't want to move until i'm examined uh, right. i was afraid she uh i was afraid i'd be paralyzed you know from the neck down mm-hmm. and nothing would have pleased her more than that
1: You know, Wendy, now here, you know, women's wrestling and we've had the women's evolution and revolution. And we like Tommy said, you know, women main event WrestleMania. um, But we still have the discussions about pay and the, the discrepancies in pay with women and men in pro wrestling. At that time in 1985, it was a legit question. Who's more popular, Hulk Hogan or Wendy Richter? And I know there was like a contract dispute where you deserved much more than what you were getting at that time. And then mm-hmm. everything ha- that happened at, on November 25th in 1985, like when you look back at that moment, like it's unfortunate because if that happened today with social media and ev- all I like would have yeah, there would have been outrage and they got away with it. Like how difficult of a time was that for you back
3: then? It, I I could save nothing. Uh, every penny I made went to hotel, rental car, and food. I I made less than the opening matches, and I was most of the time semi-main event. Mm-hmm. When I when they were talking about what they were making, I was making like a third of what they were making. That, that was opening matches, and right. that was my complaint with the WWF at the time was, um, you know you're very short-lived in the, in the sport, except for Moolah. And uh, especially as a
2: woman, especially as a woman. Mm -hmm.
3: Yes. So my pay was just horrible. Um, I make, I make like seven times what I made for wrestling and I get to come home every night. I get to have horses and show dogs. I'm going to a big regional specialty and national Anatolian shepherd dog show in Lebanon, right outside of Nashville this friday saturday and sunday so y'all come on down to the dog show i show it wendy Easter. where do
2: you live i live in florida oh i was going to say i live outside of nashville i live in nashville uh, i just got really excited i thought we were neighbors and i was going to be at your house almost every day Oh uh,
3: no, no my mother moved well my grandparents moved to florida and then my mother moved here and her health was really bad so she needed help so i thought you know what She did a lot for me when I was a kid. It's time to give back. So I helped her till she died. And at the time, I was going to college. So um, I live in a small town. There's really nothing to do here. So I went to college. And I'm so glad I did. There's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't just thank the Lord. I have an education. Nobody can take that from me. Right. Nobody can take my job from me. I can open a telephone book or go online and find a job anywhere in the world right um
2: and I, that's a what good is your degree in? Excuse you me? have a master's well you have a master's in occupational therapy wonderful yeah thanks yeah that's amazing and i really like it too yeah
0: helping others is the way to be
3: mm-hmm. yes it is it sure is and i learn from everyone i really do And even my wrestling experience, I can go into anyone's home or a clinic and and have a conversation with confidence. And uh, I think being in wrestling, that helped me a lot too. And and plus, um, helping people regain the strength and use of their upper extremities, which is very rewarding. And the training I did as a wrestler helps with that. So, it all it all worked out. It worked out better than I could ever imagine.
1: You know, Wendy, and, had, and, and oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh,
3: I have Vince McMahon to thank for that because of what happened to me at Madison Square Garden. I got saved. I'm a born again Christian and started going to college. So I have no hard feelings whatsoever. None. I'm glad awesome. it happened because you know, everything turned out better. Well, thank God for that, as like you said. Blessings
2: yes. and lessons, right? Like sometimes we have these like dark clouds moments or whatever that, you know, really pivot our whole lives and in like invoke this real massive change. And we don't really see it sometimes if we fall into like the negativity of it all. We don't see it in those moments. But then yeah, like you said, you fast forward five years, a decade later, and you're like, Oh, thank God. Like that, it yeah. turned out this way. I didn't see it then, but I see it now. And no,
3: how sure didn't blessed my life is now. Then it was a very dark moment. I had to get saved. I, I was surrounded by evil, and God didn't want me in that situation. And He had to do something severe for me to leave it. Right. So, I, but I'm okay with it now. What what yeah. was meant for evil, God made it good. Yeah, he had he had a different plan for me.
1: You speak of yeah. that moment and how it changed the course of your life for the better. Like in that moment, you go back to that match with the spider, which turned out to be the fabulous Moolah. Like when in, in that match did you realize, all right, something's something's wrong here? Like did you realize it was Moolah under that mask early on, or no, what was going? No,
3: I did. Uh, when I saw her in the ring, I thought, well, she wasn't built like that the a spider lady was probably about 5 foot 9 and she probably weighed about 180 pounds, and this other person wasn't that tall and uh wasn't built guy? like I'd wrestled her before she was you know a, a accomplished wrestler right. but but I didn't know who
2: it was because she was her whole body was covered and she had a mask on so there was never a moment backstage where you all chit chatted or anything like that. I suppose it was just uh-uh. no. Right? It was different. Wow. No, than... that's and
3: crazy. and with Mula, there was no chit chatting. There was no. What you saw, I mean, she wasn't pulling no punches.
2: Yeah, it was a shoot I, with her always. That's I, how she liked it. I told you, I said before you came on, I was like, I do, did see where you got up and punched her in the face once she pulled her mask off and I was like, oh shoot. Yeah, that was legit. I
3: wish I would have knocked her dentures down her throat. Damn it. You go. Uh, Back before they inducted me in the hall of fame, uh, they wanted me to do a battle royal. And I said, well, if, if Mo is going to be in it, I'll do it. And I, I don't even want to get paid. Wrestling that bitch is enough for me. But she's already died. Uh.
2: Well, Damn. Wendy,
1: uh, I'm glad. You know, we talked about it. And that moment, obviously, you know, we look back at it like the end of an era. But you know what? God bless you, Wendy. Uh, you, you've, Like you said, you've been saved. It changed the course of your life for the better. You're happy now. Uh, so we appreciate the time this morning and we definitely appreciate what you've done for the world of pro wrestling. Thank you.
2: Absolutely.
1: And you as a woman to in the come business. To the
2: dog show this weekend. The West. It's, oh, it's, I got two left feet.
1: You don't yeah, know you that. To
2: come to the dog
1: show. All right. Come to uh, the dog show this weekend. Uh, just outside Tennessee. Correct.
2: Outside of Nashville. Uh huh. It's in Lebanon. Uh, all right. Give, well, give Paul the details. Cause I live here. Yes, we will promote it. We will
1: promote it, Wendy, here on the show. Okay. Thank you so much,
3: Wendy. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank
2: you.
1: All right, Wendy Richter. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Open Trial to start your free trial today.
0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh-